Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. I think that the reason why people are afraid to talk about money is because we equate money with self-worth. And so when we are seeing ourselves struggle financially, we feel like we are failures. And we compare ourselves and how we do financially to other people. And we think that the people who are making more money are simply better than us. I'm Dr. Oz, and this is the Dr. Oz Podcast. Money. It's stressful. It's often a taboo topic that makes many people uncomfortable. They don't even talk about it, but my next guests say that's the very problem and one of the biggest reasons why so many people are in debt and suffer from money anxiety. So today, no topic's going to be off limits. We'll take them all on. New York Times bestselling author and a good friend, Nicole Lappin, making it happen. An entrepreneur, <laughs> magazine editor-in-chief, Jason Pfeiffer, who just honored Michelle Pfeiffer. Your cousin or sister? Who is she? Uh, no, she, we have no from relation as far as we know. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> you don't have to answer all the questions, Jason. And 
Anyway, Jason did put Michelle Pfeiffer on the cover of his magazine. That's right. Pfeiffer making it happen. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's making it happen. And I'm here to debate the touchiest finance topics from the brand new podcast, Hush Money. It's a very intriguing title. What's the problem with money? Why is it such a sensitive topic? I think we will talk about everything at the dinner table before we talk about money. You know, if you go to dinner with girlfriends or your friends, you know, we'll talk about bikini waxes and sexy time and everything. And then all of a sudden I say to my friends, so what's in your bank account or how much are you making this year? And it's crickets. And I'm like, hey, lady, you just told me about your hoo-ha. Why are we so now thinking Money is off limits. And so I think it's the language that keeps a lot of people out of the conversation. It sounds intimidating. Do you, like, if, if in that same circle of girls, would you say, by the way, I just made the X number of dollars on this book and I got totally. this investment? You do? Yeah, I go first. So I play the game of I'll show you mine if you show me yours. And I do that in my books. I actually talk about what I made for my book in my books because I put my money where my mouth is, quite literally. I knew people would ask reading the book, like, this girl talks about money in the book. How much did she make? So I was like, I didn't even ask the publisher. I was like, okay, well, here was my advance. Here's how much I made at CNBC. Here's how much I made at CNN. Yeah, I read that and I thought, I need to get in the television business. (laughs) (laughs) Being in both businesses, I can assure you, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) So, so, uh, Jason, the difference between debt stress and money anxiety, what's the root of each? Oh, my gosh. Boy, you're, like, really just cutting to, I feel like, uh, suddenly we walked into class here. I stole those from you, but I didn't think there was a huge difference. Yeah. Uh, a debt stress and money anxiety. Well, l- let me let me back into that if I can. Sure. I think that the I think that the reason why people are afraid to talk about money is because we equate money with self worth, hmm. and so when we are seeing ourselves struggle financially, we feel like we are failures, and we compare ourselves and how we do financially to other people, and we think that the people who are making more money are simply better than us. That's something that's been drilled into us. And I think that that drives a lot of people crazy, especially if you're not making a lot of money. And if you're in a mixed financial group, which is the reason why I always have a trouble talking about money with friends is because I feel like I either don't want to reveal that I am making more than you or less than you. I don't want to either make you feel bad or make myself feel bad. Mm-hmm. And I think that that drives a lot of the anxiety that people have because then you look at your own home and you wonder Am I supporting my family properly? Am I a good enough mother, father, wife, husband? And you, you, look, you look at the money that you have or that you don't have, and you start to worry that you are that money. But we telegraph it anyway, and especially in today's society. We're all lying. Everybody's walking around, you know, with a car they can't afford, wearing clothes that they bought on discount, pretending that, you know, they're designers, whatever. We are all putting out there in the public eye what what we want people to think how much money we have. Yes. Yeah, so yes. it's not like it's, we're all keeping it well, in private. Our country, in, especially in America. In other countries, they give titles, maybe a, a lord or... Yeah. You, know. you can buy one of those online. You can buy one of those online. <laughs> I have to get my team Duchess titles <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, buy them all yeah. Duchess titles. But the uh, in America, we give people money. So mm-hmm. the titles don't seem to matter. So obviously, as a nation, we seem to value it. And you really can't get around the reality that you are sort of valued by others by how much money you make. That does it does come up. Right? Yeah. It's, a, it's a barometer. It's not fair, mm-hmm. but it's a barometer that people use to. It's a quick scale. You know, it's like a FICO score, right? It's a quick idea. Yeah. But but not just about how much money you make, but how how disorganized 
and out of control you might be. Mm-hmm. So if you're bankrupt and a bunch of credit cards in debt, and every family member has, has you know, one kid, well, if you have enough kids, one of them is going to be in that bucket. They're not a bad person. They just don't understand money, which is why I wanted to have both of you on. They don't appreciate that money's a weapon. Are you talking yeah. about our family? Well, not our, our kids aren't old enough yet to have that much debt, but I, we have family <laughs> members that have issues. And so we see it. And again, I, I'm not making value judgments. I don't see them as lesser than. I know that they feel lesser than mm-hmm. because they couldn't organize themselves. But that's your own issues, right? So Jason and I disagree. Shocking. That's what makes <laughs> us such great co-hosts. Shh, that's hush I money. Think. Hush money. Hush, hush. Mm-hmm. Nothing is hush, hush Nothing. with me. But Jason doesn't want to talk about his salary or what he got for his book advance or anything like that. But you equate it with self-worth. I don't. I've met many very, very wealthy people who are not happy. So we know that money doesn't equate happiness or self-worth. You have to look inward for that. So I know my self-worth doesn't equate to money, but that's from my own journey. That's the own, so my why do you own want to work talk I've about done. Because I think it's important to demystify it. I think that if we put so much emphasis on it being taboo, I think when you talk about it and address it, it takes away some of that power, just like anything else. I mean, I have more issues than Vogue or Entrepreneur. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. But when you talk about your problems, if you talk about your issues, it it takes away some of the power over you, don't you think? I don't know. I think I'm I'm more in the Jason camp. Um, Not a topic I like to talk about. I understand why you would want to. I just... I think I, it's more binary. I think if you have enough money that, it's, that it should not be causing you a problem, then your issues are separate. People always say, oh, it's not about the money. Well, it's, that's true after a certain point. But there is definitely a place where money makes a difference. And I would, you know, we, we've had enough, a couple guests on the show who have grown up in abject poverty and it absolutely affects how they see the, re- the rest of the world. In fact, let's talk about how people manage money. Which, Nicole, in your experiences, you try to get people to to manage money more wisely, there's some common pitfalls you probably witness that take them in the wrong direction. Of course. I think that when people say they blew their budget, the first question I say is, did you even have a budget to blow? You know, I came up with the money school because I felt like there was such a void in financial literacy. And so I asked people to first write down their goals. It's really important to reverse engineer your goals. You know, figure out the life you want and then figure out how to get the money to live the life you want. So like you said, Mehmet, you know, it's not about all the money, all about the money. And it's not about not about the money. There's somewhere in between. You know, people sat down with me a couple weeks ago and we did a boot camp around this and people said, you know, I just don't work for the money. I was like, I don't know what I can say here. BS. <laughs> I was like, BS. You have to pay the bills. You can't be so self-righteous about it. The answer is somewhere in between. But I think coming up with a plan and figuring out how to get the money to live the life you want is the first step because people will say, hey, I just want a million dollars. If I just had a million dollars, like, life would be great. Like, mm, what do you want to do with that million dollars? Maybe you need more than a million dollars. Maybe you need less. I have no idea. Some of that seems so obvious almost, but the people, there's, there's financial advice floating around that I know you disagree with that sometimes is inadvertently undermining people. Give, give me an example of something that you would not do. I would not cut out the morning latte. You know, you hear financial experts say this time and again, just cut out the, the cut out the coffee and you'll save $2,500 a year. And I say a financial diet is a lot like a regular diet. You talk about this all the time on the show. If you allow yourself small indulgences, you won't end up binging later on. So when people say to me at the first of the year, hey, I cut out that latte, lap and making it happen. I'm making it happen too. Come April, come 
June, you know, you know, but then I bought this Gucci purse because I was so starved and so deprived, but I cut out that morning latte. I'm like, well, if you just allowed for that small indulgence, the equivalent of a financial Hershey's kiss in a diet, so you don't end up binging on a big old hunk of chocolate cake in the middle of the night because you're so hungry and so deprived. You know, though, I, I mean, I do agree. I, I, I like what you say there. However, I like that morning latte thing because I think that what it's really saying is think about how you're spending your money because I think people often don't. They just spend. They spend and they don't break it down to the small expenses and the way that money just disappears because I think for a lot of people, money just disappears. They don't know where it went. And the thing is that sometimes it went to the latte and sometimes you can't afford the latte and sometimes you can afford the latte if you're not spending in other ways. But when you start getting really granular about it, you start to recognize the habits that you have and how changing some of those habits can make you more financially responsible. So I, I, like, I like pointing out to people that they are spending their money in ways that they might not even be thinking about. So would you keep a, a financial journal, so to speak, so that you know every penny that goes out of your No, well, Jason's Spartan. Just no more lattes. <laughs> You're not going to the latte pace. Well, no, maybe you want a latte once a week, not every day, but you need to know how much or you're spending. This is really just because caffeine really gives me problems. <laughs> uh, no, I do. I, I mean, I, I think that if you are having that kind of challenge where you really do not know where your money is going, then yes, creating a journal just to see it is really valuable. It's not like you have to do this for the rest of your life, but just to track it and understand where it's going. I mean, I, I think about this. So, I, I mean, I'm fortunate enough to be able to afford the latte every day if I wanted it, though I don't. But I do think about it in terms of time because I think that we we, we spend time and money uh, uh, recklessly, both of them. And I, I found that blocking out my time in my calendar in really, really specific ways, it allowed me to manage my day and manage my time so much more effectively. And I think that you could easily translate that to money as well, that if you're just being very conscious of how you're spending it, you will have more control of it. More questions after the break. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a Day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. 
Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. So what's the best financial advice you've ever gotten, excluding what they call lap and making it happen might have told you? The best financial advice, you know what? The best financial advice, and this, this, <laughs> I mean, this is, this is, uh, it sounds like a recipe for spending, but this is the line that, that always rings in my head. So my, my dad, my dad came from a poor family. He is a, he was a dentist. He's retired now and made, uh, made good money and supported the family. And I am very grateful for that. And, uh, he, he always said, he has this line, which he has said to me so many times throughout my childhood, which is what's money for? What's money for? Right? Like, don't deprive yourself. I mean, this kind of goes back to the latte, I guess, in a way, but like Your he, dad's he on spent, my team. Papa he, Pfeiffer yeah. loves yes, him, Yes, yes. Papa yes. Pfeiffer has been on the show. Um, <laughs> he, 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 he talks about it where like, you know, save and then spend for that great vacation, right? Um, um, save and then, and then support your family in, in ways where, you know, your, your family is, 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 is happy and feels cared for. What's money for? Money is for spending so long as you're spending it responsibly. And, and I, I, I bring that up a lot with my wife because my wife is more concerned than I am about the way that we spend money. Um, like, I feel like we're making enough. We can go and enjoy the expensive dinner. We can go and enjoy this vacation. She'll be like, I don't know, should we? And I always say, what's money for? Why are we working this hard to make this money if not to spend it? Nicole, you've taught me over the years that there are things we can negotiate for that I did not think were negotiable. Everything is negotiable. Because Again, Turkey, if you walk into a store, to the bazaar, and you pay what they say— they're insulted. Yeah. No, no, they're insulted, not you. Yeah. Because yeah, but Mehmet thinks you can do that at Saks, too. <laughs> well, we've done that for, like, you go to a hotel. I don't think you can. No, you do. You go to a hotel. It's 10 you at night. Hotel, yeah. You're going to check in. You say, you have, what, you know, what rooms do you have? What, who's in the suite? Nobody. So then you have perishable inventory there because no one's coming in at 10 o'clock tonight. So you know, I'll pay you half what you normally charge, which is more money from me than you would have gotten for the room you're going to put me in. And everyone's happy. And there's no hurt feelings. And in Turkey, again, if you negotiate, you make friends with people when you negotiate. You don't call them an idiot and insult them. So what should we be negotiating and how do we do it? Lessons from the bazaar. Yes, from the bazaar. I feel like this is Turks a are real negotiators. Yeah. They're, you know, it's, it's your hard-earned money. You might as well fight for it. So while I say get that latte or the equivalent of a latte, it's not about the latte. It's whatever does it for you. Whatever <laughs> Jason's you opening have a coffee it, right? shop. <laughs> Jason is so literal. Isn't he? Doesn't he drive you crazy? <laughs> he's, he 
he's like the hardcore. I have kids. I am, you know, more conservative. The, 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 I'm the normal like family guy. She, she talks about it like it's some foreign dates thing. in Chile and having all sorts the, 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 of. Is it called crazy. hush money? Because you say, Jason, hush. <laughs> <laughs> Frequently. All the time. Do you guys have that at home too? You have your own version of hush money? <laughs> Mehmet, hush. <laughs> yes, I get that quite a There were uh, eyebrows raised there. No, she calls me the meddler. <laughs> she bought me a meddler cape. <laughs> like everything. a superhero villain. In oh my everything. god, I love that. Someone came to me and said, "Oh, the, just said that you wanted the downstairs cleaned. All the boots are gone. All the coats are gone. You were he, amazingly at the I, and I of said our to home, her, I, I can't wait for him to go back to work. Frankly, and then, amazingly, <laughs> he, he this, gonna, this is going to catch you. But the winter boots and the winter mm. parkas are all hanging at the atrium as they walk by it every day." And these are called, these are called nagging unfinished tasks no, or nuts. No, there's no task there. It was never no. a task. We didn't. The task is, I don't want to walk by winter clothes. And, and, rain, raincoats and mud boots. Anyway, yes. So he's a meddler and hush I told him to sell on eBay. They're all sold, by the way. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens in our house. Yeah, I feel like we're witnessing I something I love your house, here. by the way. And there's great Turkish food there, the, too. Turkish like, people. <laughs> Turkish people, Turkish food, all the best things. Yeah. You know, what you learn... You know, in Turkey and in a lot of the Middle East, I mean, my family's um, first generation American, too. And, um, you know, my family grew up in Israel and immigrated here. And that's that's sort of the culture. But if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Right. So just while you should allow yourself whatever that small indulgence is for you, because that's why you work. I mean, it's there's a middle ground between thinking you're going to live forever and thinking you're going to die tomorrow. There is that sweet spot. Right. And that's where your money philosophy, I think, should live. So when you're negotiating, you know, you miss 100% of chances you don't take. I don't know if that was Wayne Gretzky or Marilyn Monroe or whoever that's been associated with, but just like you can negotiate for that hotel suite because you had a lot of leverage in that situation. Michael Jordan, actually. Wayne Gretzky was, don't be where the puck is, be where it's going to be. He told me that in a urinal once, by the way. Uh, true story. True story. No, but the, but the, that was – Jordan was – wasn't it what Jordan said? Yeah, I, I missed every shot I didn't take. That's right. And, you know, when I was on the show, I negotiated a woman's APR. I was in her ear as like a Cyrano de Bergerac type character negotiating her cell phone bill at the store, telling her what to say, mm-hmm. yep. being like a dog on a bone, trying to get more and more. Because- are, are there services that do that? Because some of us are just wretched. Like I will go to the bazaar and then I'll ask them, tell me the price and I'll say, is there tax with that? So the, the opposite of a negotiator. Are there? You, I'm sure. <laughs> For so many reasons. This is the worst, the worst negotiator. That's actually a really good business call. opportunity. Well, yeah. I'm just wondering, is there someone to, who can yeah, like, to like hire help the you get your debt down or, you know? Call me. <laughs> Start call up me a business. <laughs> no, there should be someone who could, because a lot of people don't know how to negotiate. They're bad hey, at I've it. They're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I've done that for people that we, <laughs> that we know. I've called up the, the different, the five credit cards they've gotten yeah. debt on. And I said, this person's going to default. And, uh, or I'll pay you half what you got. I'll pay you what they actually borrowed, not the usury interest rates that you've been charging when they bought their textbooks for right. $400, which are now $9,000 of debt. And they negotiate. So what you're saying is you do not have time to open this business. What you're saying is this business does not exist at the moment. I don't know about the just pure negotiation, but certainly, I mean, there's a million types of financial advisors. And and also uh, there's a lot of technology entering this field now where there are apps that are intelligently analyzing your spending and identifying ways that you can improve that will budget for you. So there's a lot that you can bring in. But they won't negotiate your debt. But they won't get on the phone (laughs) 
and negotiate. So how do you do that? But that is a great tactic. You know, you'll say, I have a certain amount of money, take it or leave it, basically. And this happens for medical debt, too. In a lot of cases, you can say, like, hey, I have half, like, smelly later. You want money or you don't want money. And so in a lot of times, they'll throw you a bone versus losing you as a customer, or they'll throw you a bone versus getting nada. And how do you know how much to ask for? You used to based on what you got high. in your pocket? Start, Start high. high. Start, Start high. high. Yeah, and I think that, you know, you can also get other features. So you can call your bill collectors, your cell phone provider, your cable provider, you know, once a quarter, twice a year, whatever it is. And you can get better features if it's not actually money off. So you can get higher speeds. You can get an iPod. I just talked to someone who got an iPad and, you know, whatever. If you don't ask, then you don't get an yeah, iPad. Yeah, that's true. I you know, that. that was the very first thing that I, I ever did to just experiment with this, to see if you can just go out into the world and say, actually, I would like to pay you less money and that they will say yes. Um, I called my my cable TV provider, and I said I would like to spend less money. I mean, I was, or uh, you know, I was just like, competitor. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I did. I was, I, I was like, I think that I'm spending too much on you, and I know that I can go elsewhere and get less, or I could just live with less because I don't really need this service. So, what can you do for me? And what they always do is they like disappear for a few minutes, and they come back with some special that they happen to be running, and they offer you that. Or the and manager you, does. Yeah, the manager does, and they could yeah. just, they'll, you could just keep doing that. I do it like once a year now. It's amazing. All right, I'm good. Yeah. There was actually an awesome class um, at Stanford Business School, I believe. And I'm, I'm all about the MBA of the School of Hard Knocks. But they actually had a class where you would have to go into a store wherever. I don't know if it was Saks, but you had to leave with something for free. And I think that's just a great life lesson, right? Because you have to get something, whether it's you talk your way into that. And that's what so much business is. Could you buy so something and get a free gift with it? Or did you actually <laughs> have, have, free to- have to come first? This is, bad, this is bad financial advice. Go to Saks, buy something you don't need. Right. A free receipt. Give you something free that you exactly, a piece of paper with a bill in it. All right, so, so Jason, there's a, a, a nice survey from Forbes recently. Yeah. That looked at. I, I don't. I don't discuss my competitors. Yes, yeah, so I, I, I just why I'm asking. So I, you, you can you <laughs> can diss it. Business magazine. Yes. Different. And, and arguing that millennials do mm-hmm. worse than any other age group in managing their finances. I think we're like, talking to two millennials right now. Yes, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> I'm a little older, I think, than a millennial. I'm 38. I'm a yeah, you're millennial. you're right in there. Like an yeah. elder millennial. But what is the deal? What, what what is the problem with late mortgage payments and not paying the credit cards and overdrawing accounts? What is what's a disconnect amongst the millennials and finances? So, so I, I have to mount a vigorous defense for millennials here. I, I, I absolutely despise any a, a, any articulation of millennials as some kind of different weird species that acts and thinks unlike any previous generation. In fact, if you go back throughout history, I have a podcast called Pessimist Archive, another one where I dig into Pessimist repetitive— Archive? Pessimist Archive. You, I, you guys love it. Where I dig into repetitive fears throughout history. We look at why people resisted things that today we think of as commonplace. I just did an episode called Kids These Days in which I tracked back things that people say today about millennials to at least ancient Rome. <laughs> so it is that repetitive. So listen, there is, it, but but if you if you are going to look at some hard data, and there is an actual uh, data set which I haven't seen here saying that millennials are more in debt than previous generations, well, let's not think about this as being some kind of flaw in the brains of people who happen to be born in a certain year. But instead, let's look at the economy that they happen to come into because millennials 
entered the workforce in a recession, in a terrible recession. And that changed not only, I think, the way that they had to think about money and the access that they had to money, but also the way that they approached their careers. The reason, I mean, I'm at Entrepreneur Magazine and I see an unbelievable boom in entrepreneurship and and that spirit, that spirit of of self-reliance in young people. And I think that's because they graduated into a time in which that world of getting a job at one company and they're just rising to the top for an entire career just didn't exist anymore. You have to go out and build things yourself. But you know what? When you build things yourself, as everyone at this table knows, it's rocky and it's hard for a while and you're not going to get it right and you're going to end up in debt. A lot of you are going to end up in debt. And I think that is what explains it. It is not the people. It is the economy. Social media, that could be part of it as well, Nicole. Yeah, certainly there's a lot of envy on social media, and we've done a ton of stories around that. But I also go to the defense of millennials. Shockingly, Jason and I agree Agree on on this this one. one. (laughs) You know, going through that rocky time, I think investing in yourself ultimately will pay more dividends later on. And sometimes you have to get into the you know, the red, so to speak, to Mm -hmm. get into the black. And I think that millennials are actually given a bad rap. And I think growing up through the recession or seeing, you know, our parents' generation having less equity in their house than 50 years ago, going through joblessness and unemployment and underemployment, I think that instilled the fear of God in a lot of millennials. And I think that there is more caution, actually, of not getting into that situation and repeating their parents' history. There's lots more when we come back. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles 
ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. All right, so talking about money is often an uncomfortable conversation. You guys are going there. So we're not going to hush up now. We're going to... Let's get uncomfortable. We're going to get uncomfortable. So the biggest money questions from our viewers. Are we ready? Yeah. Ready. Should married couples really combine their finances? Uh And and if you're going to do it, is there a good way of doing it? Yes, I think yours, mine, and ours, and then having the hours account be weighted. So if somebody makes, you know, $100,000 and somebody makes $10,000, you're putting, you know, 10% or whatever, and that's a different actual dollar amount. So it feels, though, the same. All right, what about expenses, though? Because if you're married and you have a home, I don't know what your wife does for a living, but— She's a, free, she's a freelance writer. Okay. I make more money than her. Okay, so are you, are you going to divvy up the housing expenses accordingly? Like- no, I mean, I'll tell you what we do. We came up with this crazy system that just happens to work for us. We maintained our own individual bank accounts, but we put each other on those bank accounts so we could have access to it if we needed to. But we don't. Like, I don't go into her bank account. She doesn't come into mine. And so we treat those checking accounts as functionally separate, but we don't itemize. So I will buy things. She'll buy things for the house, whatever it is. We don't, like, track it. So we have what are really separate finances in a way, except that we're treating them sort of like the same money. It's right. It's like, it doesn't really make sense, but it just makes us Who feel good. Who writes the check for the mortgage or the rent? Um, that one comes out of, it's the mortgage. That one comes out of me. Right, so you guys, yeah, that one comes so out of me. We discussed ahead of time that I'm going to yeah. pick up the house. I'm going to pick up this. She's going to pick up childcare. Uh, she often gets the groceries. I often get the utilities. Yeah. We just sort of like split it up like that. And then we, and then we, we opened up a Fidelity investment account where we put our kind of excess money, and then that's our that's our growth. That's ours in, in Nicole's parlance. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, You're, what do you do with kids? Because that adds a whole other expense. Well, they, the, the, trust account, the trust accounts for the kids that they've created. I think what's Lisa's is Lisa's and what's Mehmet's is Lisa's. Yes. hundred yeah, percent. I'm old school. <laughs> no, actually, I, I, it's just, I'm going to say this. We haven't talked about this in the air. So a couple of years ago, I was giving Lisa a hard time because, you know, she, she never actually deposited money I said into the account. And I asked her, I was trying to query her about if she knew how to deposit a check. And so she's not so happy now. And then all of her daughters jumped on me and said, well, you have no idea how to withdraw money from the account. You don't even know how to deposit. Your secretary knows yes. how to deposit. But, it, but, that, but actually, they're true. <laughs> no, and, and, they're not. not. Neither of those are true. My checks and your checks are both deposited by Donna. Yes. So, come on. But the upshot was I didn't know the codes. I couldn't, you know, some of the things I didn't know how to do. He begs me for money. He's like, do you have any cash? I said, do you not know how to use an ATM machine? <laughs> the answer is no, apparently. But in, in, in our generation, we've married 34 years now. It, it it comes to this next question, so I'll get to it in a second. But the money was always together. I never, I never tracked it, never thought about it. And because it was only one account, it didn't matter what checks. Lisa would almost always write the checks. Because well, he had mm-hmm. no money when we got married. Yeah, I had no money. Right? I had no money. Negative money. He was still in school. Uh, but, but she would always write the checks, even today. And so, uh, it's, but it was a different culture. That's why the mindsets are, and I took my own kids who are millennials. Uh, some of them are old enough to be millennials. They're all comes millennials up, except but Oliver. Oliver's not. Right. Yeah, right. but I think that the other person, regardless of who's actually writing the checks, needs to have some transparency into the passwords and knowing where accounts are because – God well, Lisa, forbid yeah. if something happens to your spouse, regardless, you just want right. to know where the, you know, where the, where the bodies are buried. Right, the yeah. best <laughs> time to talk to your partner, your upcoming partner 
about finances after is when sex. after sex. Oh, really? Right. I would think before sex because the guy's distracted. Oh, interesting. And you control all the you, you hold yeah, all the cards. Yeah, you want Nicole. Yeah. Okay. Better Nicole, laugh and making it happen. Come on yeah, now. That's how I make it happen. Um, when to talk about? I think that having the talk is something that makes a lot of couples uncomfortable. I think you frame it around what your goals are. So it's not an interrogation around, like, what's your credit score? By the way, I've had first dates in my life where men think that I'm somehow attracted to this, and so they'll ask me my credit score. That's, like, not—that's too much. But if you say, hey, babe, you know, grab a glass of wine, what are your goals? They don't need to be the same. They just need to be compatible. Do you want a vacation every winter? Do you want a housekeeper? Do you want these types of things out of your life? Because those things cost money. So alcohol. <laughs> alcohol. Yeah, I, alcohol. I think it's a, it's a rolling conversation. Um, I really, I like what Nicole's saying. You, you don't want to raise the temperature. You don't want to say, okay, now this is the moment where we're going to have the serious conversation because then everyone gets tense and you feel like there's like cards that you have to put on the table. I think that this is something where, I mean, listen, there are times where people will have a, a piece of information that they're very nervous to share with their uh, significant other. Like, for example, on our show, we talked to this, this uh, woman who had like $100,000 in student loan debt. That and when would, she uh... <laughs> revealed that yeah, to her, her like, boy, boyfriend, now husband, she was very, very nervous, like in tears nervous to tell him that. And so at that point, you just have to, you have to find a moment in which I think both of you are feeling comfortable and close. And like, it's, it, you know, it's like, you know, that time when it's, when it's time to it, like, you feel like you've built trust. You, there's an opening in this conversation where I can tell you something. I think that's that's that moment. It's quiet. It's at home. It's or wherever. Marvin Gaye is on maybe. That's or... right. Throw some of that on. But if you don't say it, it's financial infidelity. Yes. I mean, that's yeah. infidelity. You if need to, right. Yeah, if you're not disclosing that or if you owe somebody money and mm-hmm. you're getting into a relationship, so no that's money like secrets. cheating. Yeah. I think that you need to do it in a way in which you don't feel to yourself that you are holding something or hiding something. I think you you know, we all know when we've reached the time where something should be released. And if you have that internal feeling like, you know what, I'm I'm holding on to this too long, it's getting to the like the red zone here. Say it. Find the time to say it. Just text it and turn your phone off. Nicole, Jason, thank you very, very much. Hush Money, the name of their popular podcast. We're joining it ourselves. Lisa and I will be there sharing our intimate secrets. Yeah. Thanks very much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety? 
Struggling to find restful sleep or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.